Welcome to the Spirit for Success podcast with your hosts, Rach Wilson and Therese Tucker. Welcome to <laughs> podcast. We we're just talking about <laughs> both of us are a freaking hot mess today. <laughs> Therese, do you want to share why you're a hot mess today? Hi, no, just, <laughs> we just can't get anything like organized. It's like we're trying to do what we normally do. And like today we had like a meeting and I noticed that I had my shirt on inside out and backwards. I was like, what, how does that happen? And both of us, like, I'm trying to put my glasses on and they fall down and go under the bed. And she's like trying to move her computer and gets caught on her earphones and like drug around the table or something. <laughs> I mean, like just what the hell? <laughs> what? So we had to spend a couple of extra minutes before we went live. I'm not sure that that was enough to just ground and come back into this place of ease and grace and you know what sometimes shit happens and we'll, I'll talk about shit in a second because there's another <laughs> I need to warn you um yeah shit happens and we've got to kind of go with the flow and just sometimes we are a, a, a big hot mess in the process but we do it anyway now yes so tell the, the poopy story so as you all know I'm a mom of a, a gorgeous near eight month old and um you know i don't tend to put him in care because i prefer to have him at home with me that's my choice um so i do my business and my work around him which is great so on days like today i normally get him down for a nap and i can do the show uninterrupted now he went down pretty early and when i went down to have a shower just before i could smell his poopy butt as i got down the <laughs> fucking stairs so i need everybody to hold the thought that he is going to hold his shit <laughs> A, in his nappy, B, until the show is over. So if you see me do this, <laughs> you're all going to know that he's woken up and I'm probably going to have to go clean up a shitstorm. I may be gone for more than a minute or so and Therese will run with the show, <laughs> God love her, for that period of time. Whatever happens is going to be absolutely perfect and this is just how you fucking roll today. It's just what happens. It's just what happens today. I just think it's funny that he did it and then went to sleep. That's just so typical because as a mom, I get it. It's like, oh my God, they finally took a nap. Do I wake him up? Do I let him sleep? <laughs> it's this, yeah. And knowing that he's going through teething right now, he's, uh, you know, I wouldn't wake him up either. No. And the last two nappies he had yesterday around this time were, uh, we no, just, there's clothing in buckets after that, so I am not looking forward to them. <laughs> I will this do my kid, best. I hope he doesn't need a bath. He's an epic creator, his creations. <laughs> so epic. I think this episode should be known as Shit Happens, and we are going to go into the topic that we, we want to talk about Subtitle, today. Subtitle, Hot Mess. Hot Mess. <laughs> <laughs> and this is all going to tie into self-imprisonment. Oh, good Lord. Um, yeah, so our team, we had an amazing session with our team yesterday and we, we never know what we're going to get when we, we go into these sessions and that's what we love about it because we go into play and to communicate and to, to be upgraded and all the good stuff that we do every time. And um, David Bowie was there. God, love Bowie. Love Bowie. Um, Therese might share her experience of him later, maybe. However... They did talk to us a lot about this concept of self-imprisonment and what that's all about. So I'm going to throw it to Therese to sort of start off the, the discussion or the highlights or it just um, just go, go. 
Yeah. So I love, I love it when Bowie comes in, it's been a few times and it's been a while actually since Mm. seeing him. But what's interesting is I, I had done a healing session with another healer. um, That's a friend of ours, Nairi. What's her last name? Anne. I mean, is she going by Nairi Anne? There you go. She's fantastic. I'm sure a lot of you know her, Um, but she had done healing session with me and we really cracked some stuff open and what happened from that was Bowie David Bowie's energy came back and he was like great I'm here to help you get into this place of going deeper and bigger um, and as exciting as it sounds and from the outside of the situation I would be like well that sounds like exciting I have a lot of resistance to doing it because it puts me way outside my comfort zone. And that's all I'm going to say about it right now uh, in regards to what it is. I'm just going to say it puts me way outside my comfort zone. And then we started, like he really like kind of opened my eyes to the fact that I am in such a prison of self, a self-constructed prison about behavior and what's appropriate and um, con- how I conduct myself so much so that even in private, I'm pretty like, I mean, I, I guess I'm not the most reserved person anyone's ever met, but I'm actually pretty reserved for what I'm capable of. Like, I guess, I don't know if that's how to, how I would put that, but um, I think most, most people can relate to that as well. I mean, think about it. We are never as weird and as wacky in front of you know, family or, or maybe your family, but, you know, friends or people that we think hold some kind of authority or, you know, there's, there's innate in many of us, I won't say all of us because a lot of people have worked through all this stuff, but um, a need to be liked, a need to be accepted or whatever. Yeah. So doing sometimes that our, our self-imposed prison is about, well, no, I can't do that or I shouldn't do that um, because right. then that might upset them or it just it's going to be too weird or whatever. So we, that's a big part of our self-imposed right and and for me it's like really what's what's kind of coming up and it's a theme in my life I've seen it many times I saw it in acting school when I went and got my BFA in acting I saw it I've seen it on auditions that I've been on but I have a tendency to hold myself back so as much as I show there's so much more there's like a whole another level of depth and weirdness as I like to call it because I feel like it's just letting myself be weird that even in private with nobody watching I still have my critic is still very active and watching and it's like oh don't go so big that's weird right like don't go don't go so over the top don't dance naked that's just what if someone sees you what if someone looks in the window right as you're doing it kind of bs you know the paranoia that only a true inner critic could give you um happening and I just it was really illuminating in yesterday's session because I I think it was the first time I really kind of stepped outside of the situation and was watching it and I'm like oh my god I really don't let myself just go and I'm an artist I I'm I get to choose to have the license like I've earned the license to be weird of any group of people that earned a license to be weird artists usually get that license right mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I I don't use it I have it and I don't use it um, and so he that's why his energy was coming through and was guiding me because he did 
He really did. He gave himself the license to just go there. And sometimes it worked beautifully. And other times we were like, meh, I like the other thing, right? But at least as an artist, you push yourself out there. Now for everybody else, I mean, you might not feel like, well, I'm not an artist. So what does that mean? How does, you know, how does this relate back to me? But self-imprisonment or the limits we put on ourselves, I think it, everybody can relate to that. So Rach, do you want to give an example? <laughs> Anytime you say I need something in order yes. to succeed, I need something in order to, um, for it to be easy. I need blah, blah, blah. You actually don't need any of it. Um, that's a self-imposed prison. That's like a crutch in a lot of ways. Um, anytime you say, well, it has to be done this way, when you've decided that that's a fact, and then we know everything about energy that, you know, in the energy world, there's nothing that's a fact other than it's all energy. Everything is possible and, and not impossible, but our thinking, and you would have heard it, our thinking makes it so. So looking at where anytime you go, well, that's, I can't behave like this or I can't do this or I can't do that because they're all self-imposed limitations. Um, and I think about it even in our business, like you, as you're doing, you know, for anyone who's an entrepreneur, you start to look at, well, I can't, um, I have to market it this way or I have to do X amount of marketing in order to fill my course or these are all self-imposed imprisonments because then think about you know for me I'll, I'll give you that an example of you know I am promoting and in a, a marketing cycle for my course and, and Teresa the same for school for spirit and you know there's a thought that oh I need to be doing something every day I need to be doing the quiz I need to do I there's a long fucking list and when <laughs> I look at the long fucking list I'm like oh my god oh, I'm fucking exhausted which is the the neon flashing light that goes no that's not the way that is the, that's the prison. The prison puts me in a feeling of stress, struggle, strain, um, limits. It's hard. It's, it feels limited. So anytime you feel that feeling, you're putting yourself in a self-imposed prison. And that's where you start to look at what, have I, what is it that I'm pushing against or trying to control or feel like I need that's causing this. And I throw it back to Therese to share. I think she's got a story around school for spirit. I mean, I've got, I've got so many, I mean, really and truly there's, there is this, well, first of all, if you can identify as a perfectionist, you struggle with self-imprisonment, period. <laughs> Perfection <laughs> is the prison right there. And it's made up of many different bars. Um, and mm. what I love, what I love, hate, love about my team is that they're constantly taking the, what I would call like taking the whoopee away, taking the security blanket away from me. <laughs> they let me have it and have a sense of false sense of security with it. I'll give you some examples of that. And then they pull it away from me. In the beginning, when I first started doing private readings for people, I had this whole routine that I had to do before I believed that I was really in the zone. I had to light a candle. I had to put a bunch of crystals around me. I had to like listen to my song, my song, <laughs> that my connection song. I had to do like basically chant and dance in a circle to make it happen to connect to energy. And they would say to me, you don't need to do this, but if it makes you feel more comfortable, then, you know, go ahead. And yet they were like, there will be a time 
they even told me they're like there will be a time when this will not be available <laughs> and i was like maybe <laughs> years from now that's what i thought i was like years later they'll take it you know i'll be okay with it uh and i remember specifically that i, I was stuck in traffic and i had a reading later in the day and it was maybe like mm, I was leaving from my um, errand two hours before my reading. I was so sure. I mean, I should have been like 36 minutes to get back home. And it took beyond the two hours. Like at two hours, I'm like, I got to pull off the freeway and figure out what I'm going to do because I've got a reading in like five minutes. Um, and so I'm like, crap, crap. I'm like freaking out. I'm sweating. I'm like, I'm not ready. I don't have the, the crystal. My crystals are all at home and, and just, just so worried and all. And I was like, okay, help me. What do I do? And they were just like, go, go to where you feel the most connected. And the ocean was like just a turn off the road. So I was like, I'm going to go to the ocean. And I did the reading there and it went just fine. It was everything that I always get. Um, but they literally kind of had to take the crutches away from me and then and I feel like they do this to me all the time they're like you're so, because I create new limits when they changed that one I'm like well then I just have to wear it if I always wear it <laughs> <laughs> and this thing has tried to like break several times I'm like oh it's gonna leave me soon like I just have to know that this is yet another prison tool that I've created another bar and so the reason I bring this up is because we're doing this to ourselves all the time. Why aren't we living our life purpose now? If you're not, if you know you have a life purpose, and if you're watching this, I know you know that you have a life purpose, and you're not doing it yet, guess what, baby? <laughs> you <laughs> are in a prison of some sort that's telling you, I can't have it yet for X, Y, Z reason, right? Oh, my husband's on the line. He's saying, I remember that. He remembers yeah. that day. He was driving because I was panicking. I'm like, I can't do this. And like, I was going to call the person and tell them I can't do it. And even, I think I called Rach first and I was like, I can't do this. And she's like, you yes, have you to. <laughs> I'm like, oh God. And it, it was fine. Just, yeah. What? I just want to read the comment here. So Amanda's just saying, I don't know why, but when you swigged that water, H, I thought, whoa, that's a lot of vodka. <laughs> 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 I bet she wishes uh -huh. it I was. It. <laughs> she does. Except the hangover from the vodka would be crap. <laughs> so not worth it. <laughs> no, but I've got my, my shungite in the bottom of that because it does detox and stuff. So mm, um, nice. maybe that's why you have vodka is to put shungite in the bottom. There you go. There you go. So how about, you know, I want to open this up to everybody who's watching. Have, as we're talking about this, are you recognizing the limits that you're putting on yourself? Because it really, one of the things that they're saying is anything is possible. Mm. And the reason you don't experience it is because you've got limits set in your mind. And because you are the creator of your reality, those limits are real once you decide that they are. Period. Period. Mm -hmm. Unless you've got some kind of, I, you know, there's soul contracts, which I'm not going to go into super depth here about. But I do believe that there's a soul contract with my team because of how this is all unfolded, especially just me and Rach and how everything is unfolded. And part of the contract is that I'm like, I get three tries to do it myself. And when I don't, you. Sure. 
<laughs> you clear it. Done. <laughs> Done. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So the um, I was trying to think of you know how else do you do you deal with you know, these limits and how do you find them and the again I keep getting for those of you who've done Source for Shift one of the ways you can start to find and uncover your self-imposed limits is just to write the statement, I can't do X, Y, Z because. So it might be, I can't start my business because I need X, Y, and Z all in place. Well, do you, do you really? Is there another way to do it? And these are questions you can ask yourself. Is, it, is that really true? And the thing the team gave us was to ask, you know, why is that true? Like, how do I know that's true? Where did I learn that from? And to, quest, to question your motivation, um, and I'm going to, I'll throw it to Therese in a second because they gave us some really good stuff around action and thoughts and how they connect. But it's to dig into and really become mindfully, mindful and consciously aware of your motivation behind why you do things. Why are you taking that action? Why are you procrastinating or not doing something because... And that'll be your self-imposed limit when you really drill down into it. So I'm going to throw it to Therese to talk about this whole action and um, mindset stuff because I'm going to have to call that time out now. Like <gasps> Poopy explosion time. Oh, I will be back. Take a swig of that vodka, that fake vodka right there. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> All right, here's me dealing with the shit in my life. <laughs> All right. So yeah, let's talk about this idea of motivation and action and thought. And what's really interesting about it is that we have a lot of deeply held belief that action is what creates the movement. Um, and I'm going to use losing weight as a metaphor because I think it's something that we can kind of easily wrap our minds around. But we truly kind of have this belief that it's the actions I take that will uh, create a weight loss, for example, um, you know, eating certain foods or working out so many minutes in a day that create the changes. And what they were saying to us last night was really, in truth, it's the thoughts behind the actions that create the shift. And so that is why some people have to put in so much effort and get so little result. And other people, it's like they kind of effortlessly um, take actions that are that seem like easy or normal, like you know that you've heard people say, "I smell food and I gain weight," and you've heard people say, "I, I can eat anything I want; and I can't gain a pound." And yes, me, you know, metabolism does come into play a little bit, but what we know is that mind controls matter, and metabolism is still matter. And they've even proven that you can adjust your metabolism by the way that you, that, the way that you perceive it, the way that you think about it, that a big part of it is, you know, only a small part of it is what we are naturally given. A bigger part of it is how we perceive it. So many times we are telling the same story over and over again, we may have been given that story, right, by a doctor, or we may have been given that story by a, by a parent or, or someone outside of us, and we just keep going with that. We keep recreating that scenario, and we think that changing the action is going to change the outcome, but the truth of the matter is it's the thoughts behind it. So if you say, it's hard for me to get out of this. It's hard for me to move forward. It's hard for me to, you know, it's a really difficult time. 
to find a job or it's really hard for me to get more energy. A big part of what's happening is you're reinforcing a belief system and a storyline in your head. And in order to look at this combination, you also have to look at the motivation behind it. So let's talk about that for a second. We'll, we'll keep using the weight loss example. So let's say that the motivation behind taking an action is because I, I'm fat and I need to lose weight, right? Or I, need, I have to be a size blank, whatever. Then we take that action and we are, we're dealing with a lower energy motivation. It's truly not, it's not making us feel good, that thought, and therefore the action doesn't really get us a lot further. If we change the thought behind it, I'm doing this thing because I want to feel my vitality, I want to feel my health. Suddenly you take that same action and it has a greater impact on you. Here's an example of that. Um, how many people have heard of that study? that they did where they took a group of people who cleaned houses for a living, right? And they kind of, they cut them into two groups and they had the uh, placebo group who was just cleaning the houses, right? They were cleaning the houses the same as they always did, didn't change the thoughts behind it. And then they took the second group and they told them that by cleaning the houses, they're actually increasing their metabolism, which therefore burns more calories and they'll start to lose weight. Well, what happened with these two groups? The first group, the control group, that was just cleaning the houses, nothing changed in their metabolism. Nothing changed in their um, weight unless they were doing something else along with it. But the group that was told that this is actually increasing their metabolism and is a workout, well, they started seeing physical changes in the body. So we know that it's the thought behind the action that makes the change. So if you're telling yourself in terms of, let's say, business, that in order for me to be incredibly successful in business, I need to, um, I need to invest in a ton of marketing. I need to talk about this every day. I need to you know, write five newsletters a week and, and do all these intense things. Then you're going to have to do that to achieve the outcome that you desire because your belief is that versus you know make you know getting new clients is easy that all i have to do is focus my energy into something that's more in alignment right now here's the the tricky part is that we know that action gets us results so the idea here is not to stop taking action and just think good thoughts we know that they are it's a formula it's a two part formula but there is a way to do it where you're taking inspired action, so you're not pushing yourself so hard. You're taking that inspired action and you are aligning it with motivational thoughts that are more in alignment to what feels good to you. So if you can get up today and say, actually writing five newsletters feels really good today. Like it's gonna be easy and I have a lot of energy behind it and there's actually a lot I wanna say and I can actually feel it, you know, kind of creating five different topics. That's, that's alignment, that's flow, that's you moving into an energy stream and that those five emails are gonna, going to have a more um, significant impact to your business than doing that same work because you have to, right? So those kind of thoughts, like getting the motivation behind it, sometimes you, you keep doing the same action, 
right? You still get up and you still do the 30 minutes of working out, but the reason behind it is different. And then the results thereof are going to be different too. So with that, I want to open it up. You guys are being so, I love that you guys are really listening. <laughs> I'm really <laughs> hoping for Rach that she's not like elbows deep in poo right now, but we'll find out in a second. Anyway, I want to open it up to questions. Let's start doing our um, psychic Q&A and we will add Rach back in as soon as she comes back with Jax. This is your opportunity to ask any question you want. Any topic can be about business, personal life, what have you. If you have other questions about the idea of breaking free of this self-created imprisonment, it's a pretty big topic. Rach and I both were like, last night when we kind of cracked it open, we were like, yes. You could definitely feel where we were holding ourselves back. So go ahead and ask. And while you guys are formulating your questions, I just want to remind you, you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes. We are on iTunes as Spirit for Success Ladypreneurs Podcast. Can find us there you can subscribe you can even rate us all of that is going to help bump us up in itunes traffic so that we can open our app for both iphone and i believe android too which is going to be super fun all right it's just me right now it's just me here guys nobody's got questions huh everybody's deep in pondering around this had you heard about that study before about the study they did. I want to say they did it back in like 2004, the study with the, the cleaning people. <laughs> okay, Ashley's typing. I'm going to take a sip of water. How about everyone else? Are you allowing yourself, do you allow yourself to be weird even in your private time? Right? Allow yourself to be silly dance around? Do you let yourself make dinner in your underwear? I mean, there's so, for me, it's really funny because there's a lot of like rigidity in what I'm like, I have to behave. I'm like, behave for who? That's what came through last night. Like, who am I behaving for? I'm not quite sure here. <laughs> All right. So Amanda says, I'm having a crazy block. I had a question. Now I literally can't come up with a single one. Weird. <laughs> Everyone's like, yes. You know what? It's Hot Mess Wednesday. What? What? Uh -huh, hot Mess uh -huh, Wednesday. Uh -huh. <laughs> okay, Ashley's so. got one. Yeah, do you want me to read this? Yeah, I'll go read ahead. It. Read it. I'm in a situation right now where I'm working on in my bills paying job. I understand. And also doing my holistic health coaching business. So I'm getting so mad and frustrated and losing creativity because I'm putting too much energy towards the other job and not focusing energy on my actual job. How do I finally let go of my bill paying job and release the belief I need the bill paying job to support me? I feel like the universe will have my back, but then as soon as I go to quit, I think it's quit, my body says no. <laughs> uh, there's a couple things, couple things here. Um, okay. Really quickly, I've been saying, I said this in the last uh, week's podcast, which actually was more of a Facebook Live, um, but I was talking about this idea of the initiation. And uh, this, the solar eclipse happened, 
everybody moved into a new frequency, but there's a 40-day wait period, which I know sucks to hear that. Trust me, it's playing out. Hot mess Wednesday, remember? So 40-day wait period. That's going to put us at the end of September. Right now, we had a new moon um, like a week ago, right? And the new moon has given us all of this energy. There's all this fire energy of let's do this. I got, I'm going to do something. I want to make a change. And yet we got a big stop sign or actually a yield sign that said, not yet. It said, mm -hmm. no, everything's in retrograde. Mercury's in retrograde. Uh, we want you to really, really, really think about this. And if you try to take an action right now, it's going to fall apart. It's going to feel like, uh, like I, What's the word I'm looking for? It's like um, at a race when you're supposed to wait for the gun to go off, and it's like you started running before the gun went off, and that's how you get disqualified. <laughs> that's what's coming up. That's why your body's saying no, because your body has kind of got is in alignment with this. It's like, wait, no, not the right moment. There's a wait for it kind of happening here. You really need to think about this. You really need to think about this thought, especially let's put it on the topic of imprisonment. The bills, the belief about the money, the belief about this money job, right? And the, the imprisoning thoughts behind that. And the, also the belief that I can't do that and do this, which is not true either. So these thoughts are kind of getting in your way right now. Yeah. I remember when I had the bill paying job to support my passion job. Um, and you really do have to get to a place of peace with it for it to run, to be a smooth thing or a smooth transition. So coming back to the appreciation of the bill paying job, because right now, while it's paying the bills, because here's the, here's the beautiful thing, here's the gift in that. You probably don't have a strong enough, um, strong enough mental game, let's call it that, um, to deal with the stress. It's not a mental game. A level of trust. Here we go. That's the better wording for it. And I know this was true for me too. Um, I didn't have a strong enough uh, trust in my complete support financially as well as everything else to be able to let go of the bill paying job and manifest everything I needed for my passion job to take over what yeah. the bill paying job was doing. So right now you've got the gift of time and support financially in this bill paying job but you've got to come back to a place of gratitude around it and see it for the gift that it is. That in itself will help you to um, be more in alignment with your passion job starting to take off. Because when you're in that space of, I've got to do this and it's taking energy away from that, the feeling that it creates, creates the block. And it yes. creates anchor. It's just yes. not I a good time. I agree with this so much. Also, gratitude raises your frequency naturally. When you raise your frequency, you um, and grat you know, like attracts like. So when we're in gratitude, we're attracting more things to be grateful for. Believe it or not, the the appreciation of the thing that you're like, I'm ready to let this go. It even that will attract that which you seek and also she said wait a second September I thought you know she was concerned that the, I said the end of September let me explain mercury retrograde ends September 5th so that's the beginning of September but this 40-day cycle ends at the end of September so There's that's two things that, overlapping yeah two things overlapping so it's kind of like we get a 
a little ease after the fifth, but then it starts to flow mm. at the end of September. Things are going to get easier, and there's like a shadow period after retrograde anyway. So yeah, mm -hmm. so for you actually, it's it is recognizing that you've got a little bit more work to do to build that level of trust. Um, once you get there, then things start to move quite quickly. But you know that you're not there yet when you fall into fear or self-doubt or you second-guess yourself. That just lets you know that you're perhaps not quite ready to put yourself in such a situation where it requires a deep and strong level of trust. But you will get there. I know that you're getting there because you're doing a lot of work internally. So it's just a matter of time. And keep focused on the, the feeling of how good and easy it is to transition and the timing is just perfect and everything falls into place to allow you to move from the bill paying job, which is doing its, its job right now, into your amazing passion business. So keep that in mind. And, and again, remember that this might be the shit sandwich for you, okay? And, mm. I, and the reason I bring this up is um, it's important to understand that everything that we want, that we truly desire, comes with a little bit of shit. And like if, a baby. <laughs> like a baby, you love it and you want it, but there's shit to deal with too. <laughs> and, the, and the thing about this shit is that if this is truly what you love, if you're truly passionate about it, you will, you will be like, I can do this. Because this flavor of shit is so much tastier than any <laughs> other... Oh than another choice, right? So it's like, if I have to work a little harder right now, and if that's how I earn this, like if that's how I kind of um, really allow myself to deserve it, then you've got to move into that place of like, yeah, I'll, I'll eat this right now because I know it's temporary. That's another thing. We talked to one of our clients today about that. We have to realize that we get to choose. We really kind of do get to choose how long we struggle. And yeah, maybe you can't turn a certain struggle around in 24 hours, but you can use the word temporary. Like I, I realize that this is a temporary, a temporary situation. I'm not always going to be here. Um, a lot of times we don't kind of say that we don't give ourselves that, you know, the universe, a caveat. Like I agree with you. This is my shit sandwich. You know, I but um, this is where I'm at. <laughs> I'm only going to be eating this for a little while. <laughs> He's going to learn to toilet train himself real fucking soon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I actually want to bridge this over to Shanti's question, which is kind mm -hmm. of in a similar flow. Okay. I, I think you guys are going to start hearing that you're doing these self-imposed imprisonments right now as we read your questions out loud. And I love it. Thank you so much for sharing with us. So Shanti says, she has a tough one. First prison bar. Boom. <laughs> this is tough. Boom. Okay. It's hard, damn it. Mm -hmm. Lisa's up in September 15th. Need to move closer to cut my 50-minute commute uh, one way. My boyfriend is scared and hates moving. Second prison bar. Boom. <laughs> right there. Okay. Um, and hates change. I can't afford to move alone. Boom. Third bar. Okay. I love him and I want to share my life with him. I don't know what to do. Having a very hard time. Another one. Finding a pet-friendly place. Okay. Okay. So you can see we've got... Now here's the interesting thing. I know this feels real. And I've been there and I, I have so much empathy for you because I get that feeling. It's still a story. It's still a story you're telling. 
are you telling me of all the possible places there's just nothing and this guy's not really not going to move if this is the if he feels that committed to you this person might be and i get the sense he is someone who does better with a deadline right like i am actually we're moving it's moved this move is happening um there are just some people who kind of dig their heels into the ground and have a harder time making shifts but they do shift and especially when they realize it takes a minute for some people to really come to the conclusion conclusion of what's important for them it might dawn on you a lot faster <laughs> than it's dawned on him go I've ahead got, Rachel yeah, yeah I've got a bunch of stuff to add to that too um, watch what you focus on if you are focused on it's hard he doesn't want to move and notice what it makes you feel it feels yes. hard it feels struggle and here's what we talk about in our success circle is this concept of when you are focused in that way on and you're in fear your wi-fi to your team and spirit your guidance is actually it's off so you can't even get the inspired action you can't even get the the complete guidance to look over here or check in with this person to follow the golden thread that's going to lead you to the most amazing property that is going to be available when you need it to move you and and everybody into this new place so here's what you can do one meditate and it's almost like you just for the moment you accept that everything is as it is and you kind of got to shut the door on and go right for the moment right this second I've got a roof over my head and this is a present moment checklist that Therese came up with I've got a roof over my head right now I've got food in the cupboard right now we've got money in the bank right now I can breathe I can move I'm alive right now. I'm living with my boyfriend right now right all the all good the, stuff and all true it's not a story it's something mm -hmm. that you can see and have proof of when you do the present moment checklist it's everything you can actually touch you know you can experience it right now yes so that helps you to get into a place of starting to what we call warm your heart opening and that when your your heart is in a good space when you're feeling good about something anything mm -hmm. then you are starting to then open up your Wi-Fi which means you can then communicate with your team in spirit and you then my suggestion is I love using this contemplation thing that our team has been drilling into us, asking specific questions. What action can I take today that's going to lead me to finding our most amazing and perfect place in the time that we need it? And allow the answers to come in. Don't try to think them in. And you may not get the answer while you're sitting there with a the notepad and pen, but if you keep the question in your mind and just keep feeling, I don't know how, which is another one we talk about, I don't know how, I just know, because I've decided we're getting a, a great place um, that holding the question then will attract in someone will go oh hey I knew you were looking for a place I've just seen one open up blah 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 follow the golden thread but you can't access that while you're in fear so your first task is to get out of fear yeah let it go open up feel good connect ask for help guidance to move you through into the next place this is one thing I want to say on that um, having been someone who has moved complete states with the entire family not quite knowing how it's going to happen mm -hmm. go of how it's going to happen so as an example we moved from Melbourne up to Sydney and while I wanted it to be an overnight transition it was just not working out that way but when I let go of how it was going to happen we found an interim like a stepping stone that meant that we could all move up together and while it happened over three months 
um, it still was a smooth transition. We were still able to get us all into the perfect place and move from Melbourne up to past Sydney. So let go of it having to work out in a particular way and just focus on, I don't know how we're going to move into an amazing place together that is pet friendly. I just know we're going to move into a perfect place that is pet friendly together because I've decided that we're going to move into an amazing place that's pet friendly together. That's right. Because you are the creator of your reality. As soon as you kind of like allow that thought to resonate with you, even if you're not quite all the way in belief, if you're like, what if I do? That's a great question. What if I do? What if I am the creator of everything I'm experiencing? Even that opens the door enough for you to start manifesting. And I'm telling you, the answers are all around you, but because of the thoughts of the of the imprisoning thoughts, you tunnel visioned a little bit. Mm. And then I as can't soon as, because of yeah. my heart. I can't because it's hard. I can't because right. of So you got tunnel vision, you got a very narrow window as soon as you can kind of relax and like I know this is ridiculous, but it's really going to work out. It's like all of a sudden everything opens up and you're like, holy crap, that place. Oh my God, there's a place. Oh my mm -hmm. God, that was easy. Oh, and he's liking that place. Oh, that was easy, right? So, yeah. Yeah. so it's all so about alignment. <laughs> mm -hmm. Align with what you want. Don't align with what you don't want because you'll keep yourself stuck. That's the bottom line. Beautiful. So she's getting it. Awesome. Love it. You're right there. You're in the zone. Everybody zone. else can take the same things, like everything mm -hmm. we've just said, and use that for whatever you're stuck on. And I know that I've got to be reminded sometimes. I'll go to Teresa and go, oh, it's not working, and she's like, so what are your intentions? What are you focused on? Where are you closed down? Have you warmed your heart? Are you connected in? Like, okay. <laughs> okay, so I'm looking, yeah, no, I'm looking at another question. We've got Hosanna saying that she just interviewed for a job promotion with a current employer but the children will be three hours away from that location but also have an option to move closer to my children ugh i will need to accept or decline this position hmm. what feels good is the first well what thing. i was going to say if it the first question i would ask myself what's my priority hmm. What's my priority without judgment either, right? Because if the priority is right now, I need to make more money. That's okay. If the priority is like no amount of money is more important than being close to my kids. That's okay too. But if you, you've got to get right with that, because honestly, if you choose something based on what you think you should do, mm -hmm. right? Imprisonment again. <laughs> Hello again. bars. And I'll tell you what, it'll be out of alignment with your true priorities, right? Mm. It'll be the right one, the quote unquote right one, but it'll be out of alignment with you and therefore it will not work. It won't work. And so what if the great job promotion is the thing you're like, oh God, I feel like that's kind of the thing, right? But you feel guilt because I should have chosen my kids over the job but because you stayed in alignment with what's true to you what the new job with more money allows you to move the kids closer to you or something along you know there's there's or a go on a more holidays or something there's a possibility that could open up that you're not seeing there but if you're choosing based on what you think is the right answer versus what feels right and how do we do this is we get Again, like Rach was saying, we can't choose from a place of fear. When our, our intuition, when we are in fight or flight, right, I'm in fear. I'm worried. i got to choose. I'm really scared. I don't want to make the wrong decision. Those are not um, coming from a clear 
perspective of the heart. The heart is not accessible through fear. You mm. literally have to relax, like she was saying. So you have to go again into the present moment checklist. What's working right now, right? And sometimes what's worst case scenario is something I do too. It's like, you know, mm. what if I make this choice, what's the worst that's going to happen? I don't get that promotion again if I choose my kids. Uh, if I choose the job, what's the worst that could happen there is that it takes me three hours every time I want to see my kids, right? So it, some of that needs to be addressed and then set aside. And then you go back into this place of what's good, what's working. You know, sometimes what works really well to warm the heart too is something really simple. You pick a person or a being that you have zero conflict with, like my cat. I pick my cat. I'm like, oh, Mr. Pants, I love your whiskers. And I love it when you like have your tongue sticking between your lips. And I think of him and I send him lots of love. And then I, I envision him sending it back to me. And what it instantly does is it opens the heart back up. It's nice and warm. Now I can hear how I truly feel. Mm. Yeah. And Jack says yes. <laughs> yeah. Jack is like, yeah. Yeah. There's just one other thing I want to add to that. Um, mm -hmm. To be mindful of, are you settling? Is there a possibility where you could get a promotion or a different job that keeps you in the space with your kids? So just something to be aware of, to, um, to feel into. Sometimes it's not a either or. There's actually an option number three. But you've got to be open to there being option number three. But i got to say that being open has to do with warming up the heart and still mm. figuring out what your priorities are. How can you see that until you've kind of cleared the conscience, if you will? Mm-hmm. And gone into your alignment there too. So, gosh, these are great questions, everyone. All right, Natalie. Ooh. Natalie Ooh. is saying, um, Ari, the passion job. I've been saying to everyone, I work two jobs part-time, one in an office and one working on my passion business. I wanted the universe to know that both make money and run in tandem. It feels right and is running smoothly so far. Plus, I love my confidence in owning my passion business, not saying it's a hobby. Woo, woo. Yes. So yeah. proud of you. You've done some amazing work this last few weeks. I'm so happy for We've you. We've been watching Natalie Bloom and we're both just like loving it. I love that from the moment she kind of got it, <laughs> she's not, she's been like a, like a <laughs> rocket ship mm -hmm. moving towards that. And um, gosh, she's a great one. If you're in the group, if you're, you know, in our success circle membership, She's a really good one to watch as an example because she didn't have to quit her job to do this. I think it was more of like, and, and Natalie, you can chime in here too, but it's mostly just getting out of your way. Mm. She got out of her own mind prison around, I can't do this now, right? This is not the time. And, it, and she kind of just, I think it dawned on her, at least that's what it looks like from the outside. She realized that there is no other time than right now. What am I waiting for? What, mm -hmm. and, and, most of, and we can all say that to some degree. We are all doing that to ourselves. We're waiting for something. What the fuck are we all <laughs> waiting for? <laughs> Put your big girl pants on. Get that shit done. Just do it. She's saying, Natalie wants to acknowledge that she says it took her years to get there, though. Yes. I mean... I agree work. that it wasn't like she just like heard the message and just was like, Oh, I'll be different. No, this, mm. you know, this is a lot of her asking over and over again, what should I do? 
and the answer coming back to her and her thinking about it some more. And that's pretty normal, right? I mean, when we are really stepping into our soul purpose, don't get confused that stepping into your soul purpose is easy and breezy and cupcakes <laughs> and rainbows. It's a lot of like, uh, just like this period I'm talking about right now, this 40 days period, it's an initiation. Oh, really, Therese? You're going to channel. Great. Let's try Let's try and see if you're really serious about that. We're going to throw a whole bunch of crap at you and see what sticks. Um, we'll put her with a business partner who pushes her out into it. <laughs> yeah, you right. can do that. Let me just organize a spirit circle thing so you can do this more publicly. I was happy. Oh, yeah. I was super happy, like, you know, just hanging out, Rach and I. And Rach always gets the bug up her butt that we should take this a little further. And I'm always like, <laughs> you wait, there's more to come. I can't wait. You won't let me tell anybody, but it's just coming. No. It's coming. It's coming. No. <laughs> wait for it. Um, <laughs> you know what they're going to do. <laughs> You've had your warnings. Just saying. I've had my warnings. I just want you guys to all see that, that as you move into it, yes, it feels amazing. But it's just like, imagine, I want you to all imagine with us right now that we bought a ticket to go jump out of an airplane, right? We all bought tickets and we're going to go together. Good idea at the time. <laughs> Sounded great. We had a few wine, a couple of wines, a couple of vodkas. And we were like, fuck it, we're going to jump out of a plane. And remember, I don't know if you guys saw that Will Smith video, but he was talking yeah. about it. It's like the most terrifying point is before you even get on the plane. Mm. That is the scariest moment. And so as you decide, this is what I want in my life, whatever it is, the new place, the better relationship, the, the new job, it's the, the being in the prison is much more terrifying than the act of going for it, than the doing, than the allowing it to happen. It's all that resistance is what's keeping us in pain and struggle. Mm -hmm. it's, it's not the act. Yeah, the fear is always worse than the actual thing. Always. It just, because we, and, and the stupid thing is, we put ourselves in pain through sitting in fear for X amount of hours, days, months, years. in the lead up to this thing. <laughs> years. Uh, but yeah, it, that in itself is, it's torture. And we do mm -hmm. it to ourselves. It's ridiculous. And we're all guilty of it. Look, I'm guilty of it. Trace is guilty of it. We're all guilty of it. Um, but the, the, aim of the game, so to speak, is to recognize it, to acknowledge it, and to, for me, to clear whatever's getting in the way and to move forward. And for those of you who've stepped into your own business, it's, for me, has been one of the most powerful and the most intense ways of doing personal development. Like if, when you, your business and your money is reliant on you, it really does bring up all of your self-doubt and all of your fears and everything for you to be able to deal with. And it's a journey. It's not something you do overnight. But every time you take a step forward, pat yourself on the back because there are a lot of people that give up. But you know and we know that you won't give up on something that is already part of your sole purpose, which is why, you know, 10 years later I'm still doing what I do because I, I could never give it up. It just was never going to be. But it has gone through many iterations and failures and getting jobs and in between as I've stumbled and worked out, you know, and worked through what I needed to work through to get to this point. And I'm not done yet. I've got more to go because we keep expanding. <laughs> That's what we yeah. do. And I want you to realize this prison that we build for ourselves, 
the funny thing is, is there's never a door on it. There's always an opening, right? So if you're not seeing the door, it's because you're looking at the back of it. <laughs> you literally need to turn your ass around and say, wait a second, <laughs> I made this. Um, I've always had an out. Mm -hmm. I've always had an out. It, you know, it's really us that keeps us stuck in there. Um, and one more question. So um, Amanda is saying that speaking of boyfriends, that she's missing hers like crazy oh, and she's been trying to spend a little time with him and energy, but don't, doesn't feel like she's connecting yeah. any tips on how I can connect. Yeah, absolutely. Do the heart, do the heart thing. So one of the ways that I would do it is I would do it. Like I talked about my cat, you know, I see my, I see my cat, see your boyfriend in your mind's eye and pick a detail that just always kind of melts your heart. Like it's the way his eyes crinkle or the, the smirk he gets on his face or the smell of his skin or the way, you know, his hair like does that thing. Pick something that every time you think about it, just like, you know, you instantly get that warm, tingly sensation of awe, you know, oh. and then you start looking into his eyes. Imagine you're looking into his eyes and he's very open and receptive and seeing you and you just tell him how much you love him. Tell him, you know, I appreciate you. I love you. I cherish you. And then allow him in your mind's eye to say that back to you. That is real. That's happening. That's not uh, just a visualization. If you can connect that deeply into one detail of who he is, something that, that pulls uh, on your heartstrings, you have already connected to him in spirit. Absolutely. And Rach, what... What would you add to that? Yeah, it's, you know, I would acknowledge that that is one way to connect and being in the physical space of someone else is different. It does have a different level of intensity. So don't beat yourself up over if you can't create that same level of intensity of connection because it's, you know, for some people I'll say that's possible, but for a lot of people it's not and that's okay. Um, there are little things you can do. Like I know for me when my husband and I are kind of apart, one of the things we do for each other, which we unconsciously do, is one of us will post something on the other person's wall or just send a really deep, heartfelt text message that just talks about how I feel, you know, feels or so much love or whatever allows the words to come through. And those kind of randomly are just nice little chunks of love that go backwards and forwards in the middle of time. Um, and then for, for moving things forward would be to keep visualising the two of you being together. Keep visualising a life together. Keep living that life in energy, in your mind, um, because that's how you're going to bring the opportunities and whatnot forward for the two of you. So you, you've really got to hold on to that. I wouldn't let go of that at all. Um, and, yeah, be gentle. Be gentle on yourself. And we totally feel for you because I know I would struggle massively and I have struggled massively when I've been apart from my husband. So... Big love and big hugs to you. And remember to let go of the how, right? That's, mm. that's, not our, that's not our part. Our job is to focus in on what we want and to really feel it into being. And know that, you know, that this is where the trust comes in for us, right? This is where we have to be like, universe, you heard my orders. <laughs> Carry them out. And know that, I mean, I can tell 
you know, just kind of feeling into that energy. He's, he feels you and he misses you as well. It's very mutual. You, and I know that you feel that even if you're just, if, if more of the frustration is you're not feeling it as intensely. Uh, one other thing, and she's getting it. She loves this. But one other thing is pretend for now. Pretend it's, you're feeling it intensely. What this does is it tells the mind to go fuck off. Like, mind, go do something else. I'm pretending. This is just playtime. Oh, I feel his arms around me. Mm, it feels so good. And you're letting yourself have it. You're actually allowing the energy to, to come in closer because the mind isn't saying, that's not real. That's, this is not real, right? The mind is doing whatever it wants right now. Mm-hmm. Get weird. Get weird. Get weird. <laughs> <laughs> that is so going on a meme. That's going to be Teresa's next meme. Get weird. Yes. Own your weirdness. Yes. Love it. Awesome. All right. All so th- yeah, we've got all of our questions. Thank you so much, everyone, for all that beautiful input that you shared with us. And again, I'm going to say it one more time because I know you guys want to know what we're going to put on our app. Our app is going to fucking rock. <laughs> But we need your help. So if mm-hmm. you would please subscribe to our um, podcast in iTunes and even better, rate it for us. That'll help boost our listing so we can finally get this app underway. Yeah. And that means you can basically get this show to your, your iPhone or your, your device. Your device. That's there a better word for it. Uh, and we will be adding some extra awesome stuff to that once we get that going so if you would definitely subscribe to us on itunes that would be lovely we will add the link down in the comments section for you to make it easy because we like to make it easy everything should be easy absolutely and i hope that you're having a fairly easy wednesday we know it's hot mess wednesday (laughs) i might have to hashtag that one (laughs) (laughs) and turn that into a t-shirt too (laughs) yeah hot mess wednesday Except I need one for every day of the week. So, so wait, now you've got, you know, you left me on a cliffhanger. You did, you came back so easily and effortlessly. What happened when you got in there? Yeah, there was an out, a wardrobe change. There was, it, but thankfully I didn't have to give him a bath. We were kind of borderlining on needing a bath, but you know, the wipes, many wipes <laughs> later, we were able to save having to have a bath. So, we so was a- it... It wasn't like a shootout. It was more like a little gasket blowout. That's what we called it. Over yeah, it, it, yeah, pretty much. The nappy was really, really, really full and just up the legs a little <laughs> bit, but thankfully not up the back. So, you know, and was able to get the clothing off without going over his head, which is always when you oh, definitely you need know. a bath. Yeah. <laughs> when you can't avoid wiping poop across the back of their head. <laughs> that's, that's bath, instant bath. <laughs> material so no we've escaped not having to have a bath he is clean he's happy he's watching moana he's playing with his feet and he's doing he's practicing his raspberry blowing because i swear to god he's going to do raspberry olympics he's putting some effort into that <laughs> i love it so thank love you for it. joining us and uh joining our shit storm and joining yeah. our <laughs> and uh until next time relax we got this Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the show. To learn more about Rach and Therese and all of our awesome offerings, go to spirit4success.com or find us on Facebook. In fact, why not join our kick-ass and sparkly group, Kick-Ass and Sparkly Ladypreneurs Unite. Until next time, relax. Relax.
We got this.